Hello and welcome to El Governor the Podcast. I'm Abdullah. I'm Tom. And uh, it's going to be a very Disney-heavy episode, I'll tell you that right now. It's going to be one Tom. of those episodes where we're just going to talk about a lot of Disney-related shit, and if you don't want to... If you don't want to hear it, I can understand because everyone's talking about Disney right now, and uh, I am I am nothing if um, if uh, I am nothing but if I am ah I cannot talk today. It's been so long since we did a, done a podcast. God damn it! <laughs> yeah. We get back in the role of it. Yeah, because I'm I'm just gonna be like I mean it's gonna be like uh, more free for more free 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 form <laughs> discussion. <laughs> See, I mean, because we, we haven't done this for so long. Like, the last time we did was, like, May 7th was yeah. the last time we, we recorded. And and the reason for that is, well, like I said many times before, we both are busy. We have uh, jobs. We have personal lives to attend to. So understand, like, there's going to be a lot of, a lot of, um, what was it? A lot of, uh, a lot of... S- I wouldn't say hiatuses, but like hiatus is going to be like more frequent. I would say or more, say or more, breaks. Or more breaks. That's that's the word I'm looking for. Breaks. Yeah, because basically I do a job when a, a short day is for me. It's like doing eight, doing like seven eight hours, and then a long day, a normal long day for me is doing fifteen hours a day. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's kind of hard to get in touch with you to to do the show and yeah, and I'm and I'm busy on my end because I got I got my my job and I got other shit to deal with and I and on top of that I'm working on a um webcomic project that I'm hoping to get at least uh, up and running by next year hopefully if all things go well awesome and, awesome. and uh yeah it's it's been crazy on my end so understand guys there's going to be a lot more breaks in between episodes so Keep that in mind. I, I'm going to try to stick to a schedule, like a weekly schedule like I usually do, but I can't guarantee it. So I'm not I'm not using this as an excuse to be lazy. I love doing this show. It, it helps me relax after a long day of fucking bullshit at work. But quite honestly, you know, I can't um, I can't control the hand of fate is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that's pretty much. Pretty much the best way to put it. <laughs> anyway, Disney, uh, Ducktales. First of all, let's Ooh. let's let's. Uh, uh, because like because three episodes aired last time we did this, I'm just gonna go through them real quick. I'm not gonna go yeah. in depth because it's been so goddamn long and no one fucking cares at this point, and I'm not gonna drag <laughs> this podcast on longer than it needs to drag on. <laughs> Yeah, we're just going to quick fire and just talk about the main points, and that's pretty much it. And also the big thing, we might dwell on the big thing a little bit, but apart from that, that's about it. The big quite honest. Uh, Gizmo Duck episode, great episode. Gizmo Duck yeah. was great. Darkwing Duck cameo was awesome, and Launchpad was, and, and Launchpad yeah. was great. I just, thought, I just thought it was, I thought it was, I was just a little bit bummed they didn't get Jim Cummins to come back. No, that was, was Jim, that was, that was Jim Cummings. Was it, was it Jim Cummings? Yeah. Okay, he's sound very, very different. You, well, he's older, know? dude. He's, he's know, like, he's like, he's in his seventies. <laughs> I know, but Quackerjack and everyone else sound pretty much the same. You I, know? Um, no, um, honestly, weirdly enough, I actually thought they got Dan Castellaneta back to do, uh, Megavolt, but it was actually Keith Ferguson. He sounds very, very Yeah, much I know. That's so fucking creepy. <laughs> It, it was really good. It was a really nice little homage. Um, I hope I hope they pay pay off though in the later episode. Like they actually do go and meet the actor um, Jin Starlin at some point. I love the fact that he's named Jim. 
after yeah. his voice actor. <laughs> yeah. And isn't Stalin a reference to something as well? I, I don't know. I think his name, I wouldn't be surprised if it was the name of a comic book artist or something, or writer. I, I would have liked it if they just called him Jim Stones, like Tad Stones, the creator, but... Oh yeah, that that would be yeah that that would have been clever. But yeah, I I reckon Stalin is a reference to something. I don't know what though. Uh, but I I like that opening cameo because it showed us that you know hey this is a shared universe and you're gonna see more of the classic Disney afternoon cast in in future episodes, which I'm all for. Yeah. And it was great. Um, it was great hearing Jim Cummings again. He was oh, yeah, ph- phenomenal in in in. Uh, in in the role again, even though he sounds a lot older, it's kind of yeah. it's kind of like the whole Peter Cullen thing with Optimus Prime. Like you watch, yeah. you, you listen to him in G one, and he sounds completely different because he was a lot younger. And then you listen to him in, in any recent cartoon, and he sounds a lot deeper. But I got yeah. used to that, and I get I can get used to this. Yeah, I, I, I think that's the same as well. It's not like... it's not as bad as like the newer Simpsons episodes where you can tell the the cast on that show has not aged well. <laughs> I'm no, definitely. I mean, when you listen to Homer from, like, season one all the way up to, was it season 30? Oh, my God, the difference is huge. I mean, he's the and he's one of the consistent characters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it was cool we finally got, we saw Duckworth. No, that's, that's, that, uh, well, fu- fucking. <laughs> hey, 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 we, 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 we said we're going to shoot, shoot through this really, really quick. Yeah, thing, yeah, so. yeah. Uh, Gizmo Duck episode. I really liked, uh, Launchpad in that. I like the fact that he has a connection to Darkwing, because that's, yeah. that's his whole thing. Mm-hmm. And he was much better written here than he was in the previous episodes. Yep, I agree and, with that. And, uh, I, I liked the, um, conflict in the episode with him trying to impress scrooge and then scrooge saying well i know you're a lousy driver but i wouldn't have it any other way and i thought that was pretty heartwarming yeah it's like i actually do have a heart (laughs) not a big one but i do have one (laughs) and mark beaks is always as always fucking hilarious oh great he literally is just the embodiment of the 21st like like the current generation sort of thing, isn't he? Just just like that combination. It's like, oh, we care about this. It's all about the hype and all not this stuff. I I, I like that. It's like, did you fix the evil evil nominator on it? Fix it. I just made it a globe. I just made it look prettier. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just love, it. and we and the return of Bulby from the dime episode. That was a nice little callback. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I, that was quite, yeah. Woo, okay. <laughs> I Actually, I'm going to say something really controversial, and I know a lot of people are going to hate me for this, but I prefer a reboot Gizmo Duck over original Gizmo Duck. I'm sorry. Yeah, I can understand. I can perfectly understand that. And also, I think when you have to look at the mindset as well, DuckTales was a show that made back in the late 80s and early 90s. And let's be quite frank, the story-driven stuff has an age well from cartoons from those periods. My problem with like the original Gizmodo character was like he was just so generic. He was just like some billionaire oh, guy who worked he billionaire guy who worked for Scrooge. But here he's a uh, he's a low paid intern who wants to do great things. And I'm kind of like, oh, you're giving him an actual fucking arc. That is yeah. pretty good. <laughs> you're making a zero to a hero. Yeah, and I love I <laughs> love his introduction. Yeah. Call me. Yeah. I think that's cool. Uh, I love his introduction where he saves them and he's like, call me, and then he just <laughs> rams him, Gizmo Duck. Yes. <laughs> I laughed is... so hard when I saw that. Yeah. 
also, like I said, I, and I know we saw the design like months in advance, but I really love the Gizmo Duck design for him. Yeah, it's big. It hides his identity a little bit better. And of course, I love the fact that towards the end of the episode, he gives his identity away anyway. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, brilliant. Is I wouldn't. I wonder if that was a reference to Iron Man at all or not. I'm just wondering about that. Maybe. Maybe. But overall, uh, overall, uh, really good episode. And moving on to the next episode is probably one of the weaker ones, uh, the golf episode. Yeah, I. Yeah, it's basically it's they're going back to the Duckworth Millionaires Golf Club thing again. Basically, they're going to the Millionaire Club. It's in Scotland Highland. I think I wouldn't be surprised. I think they do. Did the individual show? Did they go to Scotland and they had a game of golf off against each other in one of the episodes? I am not sure. I have to look that up. I'm really drawing a blank on that because I swear to God they do go to Scotland and they do do play some sort of game against each other. I don't know if it's golf or not, but I just I vaguely remember that episode. I remember an episode where Glomgold tried to frame Scrooge for stealing a painting. Yeah. That was the type of quality writing we were working with back then. <laughs> yeah, I um I mean it wasn't a bad episode. I just think that it's 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 one of the weaker ones because it's 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 not bad, but it's just it it leaves me kind of hollow. It's just like it just left me with, left me with a oh that's it. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. And, um, um, hi- highlights, uh, of course, are Glomgold. He is just fucking hilarious, and I love yeah. him. And he is like one of the funniest characters on the show, yeah. hands down. You also got the um, Kelpies as well. Uh, vo- um, voiced by Tara Strong and uh, Andrea Lib- Libman from My Little Pony. Perfectly cast, I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love I love the Kelpies because it's that it's the writers attempting to get away with as much dark humor as they possibly can. Yeah, and I think they got two very talented voice actresses to do it. Actually, they've done a very good job of it. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I just, I just love the fact where it's like, oh well, why don't you just come on our backs and we'll take you to safety? Wait, are you your Kelpies? You're just gonna drown us. Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so self-aware. I just just love the fact that basically it's like, hang on, we know what mystical creatures are. You're gonna drown us. Oh. I love I love their introduction when they when they introduce themselves and Webby's like ah talking animals wearing clothes. Yes, yes, I'm like wait what? That's extreme meta humor there, but brilliant. Like I mean I I mean it's not a bad episode, but the problem is like it just leaves you wondering with like okay that's it. Like it's better than the fucking Spear of Silene episode, but not by much. No. It- I mean, I think the problem was that the Spears Silene episode was a lot better, and this one was like, meh. I mean, the, the whole highlight of the episode is every time when Scrooge and Glom go on, on screen and basically um, face off in the um, golf club thing. I think that's probably the, the highlight of the whole episode. I, I just love Glom Golder. He's like, Caddy! <laughs> He's just so <laughs> lazy to do anything himself. <laughs> he, oh, my God. I mean, I can imagine with Glom basically... He could be any more lazier. He would just invent a button, basically just press his thing to give a shit or something like that, you know? And I love Louie in this episode as well, where he's like, I'll help you, but you have to pay me. <laughs> yes. Perfect. <laughs> it's just it's just a fun, fun episode. I mean, you know, it had its fun moments. I love the commentary between uh, Launchpad and, and Huey. That was a fun you know, joke at the beginning where they're doing commentary on the game and Launchpad is, of course, is fucking clueless as to what game this is. Yeah. I thought that was fine. 
But overall, a decent episode. But let's move on to the best episode of the bunch, uh, the Duckworth Manor episode. Yeah, oh my god, I love the fact that it was Scrooge's birthday, and basically Scrooge like, put his foot down saying, no, I want no celebration, I hate celebrations, and therefore, okay, let's invite all Scrooge's friends, and basically, who keeps contact information of all your worst enemies in, in, you know, who does that? I just love this episode because it is the first time we see the villains interact with each other, and it is a fucking goldmine of hilarity. Yeah. This episode was just funny from start to finish. I, I loved Mark Beeks, like, saying, oh, where they find him out. And he's like, well, I, I didn't kidnap him. I was busy, too busy taking selfies. And then it cuts back to him taking a lot of selfies with yes. anything he can find. Yeah. And Mob Eagle's like, how is this guy Scrooge's one, one of Scrooge's arch nemesis? Yeah. I just thought it was brilliant. I thought that it was really, really good that the demon that you see in the opening sequence, the ghost demon that you see chasing, it turns out to just to be Duckworth. And if you remember correctly, uh, the, the one of the directors said, like, Duck, Duckworth is in the intro, but no one has found him yet. And then he was. Yeah. <laughs> He's that ghost. <laughs> um, d- How do you feel about Duckworth being a ghost in the series? It's a new take on him, and I, and I think it give him a little bit more character. They can have a lot more fun with him. I like the fact that he's voiced by um, David Kyle K. Uh, I da- think. David K. A- K. A- K. A- K. Beast Wars Megatron for those. Yeah, who don't, who don't know. <laughs> Fantastic voice actor. Again, I, I can't. Again, I just love the fact they just got David K. Um, to voice him, and I love his interaction. I know it's only like for a few lines when he sees um, oh um, Webby's mum and grandma. Uh... This is, uh, shit, I forgot her name. Beakley. Yeah, Mrs. Beakley. Be- Mrs. Beakley, yeah. And, uh, and uh, basically, she basically just, like, dropped dead. <laughs> I was, like, I, I was uh, like, I liked it better when you were dead. <laughs> dead, yeah. That's it. Oh, my God. Yeah. It just, it just little moments like that I just thought was really well done. I think they can have a play a lot with the character now because he's a ghost. Yeah, I mean, interest- and, and, and yeah. I kind of like that take, and I like, and I like the fact that one of the Beagle boys is into like supernatural magic. Yes. I kind of, I kind of really like that twist. And again, Glomgold once again gets the the funniest shit in the episode. Yeah, uh, it was it was a really really good episode, and I just love the fact that. They're they're all dressed in like really crude costumes, and and everyone is shocked to learn that they that they are who they say they are. Yeah, it's just like, oh man, who could who could this weirdly shaped Glomgold character be? Hmm. Mm. <laughs> it's just a really fun episode. I I like this episode a lot. So there you I'm... go. That's that's the well. I'll let you finish before we move on. Yeah, that's pretty much the Ducktail thing and uh, we enjoy the episodes and we can't wait for the next one which is like uh june 16th i would isn't it yeah june the 16th is the next one so we've got 10 days okay, at the time good, it's recorded good good and i promise i'll the next uh, hopefully if we record if we can get back on a on a on like a weekly schedule we'll probably um record on a uh, record more in-depth reviews but so far there you go. Those are your DuckTales reviews, and let's move on to other, to the biggest box office disappointment of the summer, Solo. I'm Han Solo. I'm Han Solo. <laughs> lo, lo, lo. Oh my! Didn't we call this? Didn't we call this? Film? Didn't we call yeah. this? We called this. 
we 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 both said that the film's probably going to do better than it deserved review wise, but box office wise, it's going to bomb. And I think it only just barely made past. Just recently, it's only just made past its original budget. And normally, you're like, okay, why is this? That, why is that a bad thing? Movies bomb all the time. It's Star Wars. This is the first Star Wars movie that has underperformed. Yeah. From what I've worked out, I think I, I might be wrong on this, but I think it needs at least five million to break even. Yep. <laughs> got to keep in mind, a lot of people said, oh, no, it made more than the original budget. I went, yeah, but you they don't add in the costs of advertising into those budgets. It, it's kind of like the Ghostbusters argument all over again. Well, guys, no, it made it ma- made back its budget, but it didn't make back all the money that they spent on fucking advertising. So, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, apparently, um, what is it? Um, the guy they brought in, um, Ron Howard, um, from... I feel sorry. He... I feel so sorry for Ron Howard. <laughs> He, he had to do cleanup. Apparently, he shot like seventy cent of the film. Apparently, he had to reshoot it. Seventy cent in the film, and apparently, was it? Apparently, they had to get acting acting coaches onto the set to actually get teach some of the actors how to act because apparently, the first two directors, um, basically, apparently, they wanted to do an improv Star Wars film. That was the original idea for this film. Oh, that is a terrible idea. Yeah, and apparently, they hired on the basis of who can do a good improv and not on the acting down. Again, Danny Glover in the film performance was really good. Well, Donald Glover is a fucking amazing actor. Yeah, <laughs> there he's you go. An amazing actor. <laughs> Again, a very amazing actor. Um, the guy who played Han Solo, I know this is going to be a bit biased of me saying this, but not once I was like, this is Han Solo. Again, he wasn't bad. It's just like I never at one point where I'm like, yep, that's Han Solo. It's not, it's kind of like, uh, what was it? It's kind of like how I feel about, like, uh, Tom Holland in, in Homecoming, where, yeah. where when he acts like fucking Stark's sidekick, it's kind of like, that's not Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. I just f- felt that... <clears throat> Except Tom Holland is actually a better actor, so there yeah. you go. <laughs> I thought the actor sh- should have played it a little bit more grittier, you know? Like, I know that Solo... The problem with making a Han Solo movie is the fact that Han Solo works better as a supporting character. Because there is only so much you can do with a snarky, smart-ass bounty hunter. Yeah. Again, um, I mean, he he had a good supporting cast. Like, Woody Harrison was really good in it. And um, I can never remember her name. I was like, Emily Clark was okay as well. Basically, anyone who wasn't the lead actor was decent, but he was yeah. like the only one who was the weakest link, which is not very good when you're trying to sell us that this guy is, you know, the successor to Harrison Ford. Yeah, I just... There was just a lot of missed opportunity in this film. Again, there's, there's, a good, there's a good thing here, but it just didn't really pick up, I felt. I know there was some good moments, and um, I thought, okay, right. Should we just talk about the biggest spoiler in the film? I'm not going to see it. I don't give a shit either way. Oh, you haven't seen it? <laughs> I don't care, dude. I'm not... Okay, 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 right. They pretty much confirmed that Star Wars Rebels Inc. is canon now to the whole entire franchise now. Because guess who decided to make his glorious return in the in the film? Yeah, Darth Maul. 
Yes, Darth Maul was in the film. And they got Ryan Park to come back and play him as well. Okay. Oh, <laughs> he literally turns up, he's in a hologram, he's got the metal legs, and he's talking to his so-called apprentice, and then he's like, we are going to take down so-and-so, blah, 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 they will know our wrath, blah, 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 show double-edged lightsaber just in case you didn't get the fact that mm. he's Darth Maul yet. And I'm kind of thinking, where does this take place exactly? In what time period? Because... If you've been been watching Rebels, you know this fucker goes crazy at one point and isolates himself from the rest of the Sith and Jedi. In my guess, it takes place just... From what I'm guessing, it takes place before Star Wars Rebels, the animated TV show. Because pretty much the end of the film, they're like him and Chewie get Lando's shift. They win it in a card game, of course, as its previous stated in the original trilogy, how he won it. And they basically said, oh, yeah, our former former mental guy who stabbed us in the back, he's told us that there's uh, some work on, um, fuck, I forgot the name of the planet now. Oh, but basically, they've, the guy that they were working with mentions Jabba the Hutt, and they mentioned the planet. And he said, okay, let's go to that planet and meet this Jabba the Hutt guy. I'm like, okay. And that's how the film ends. They fly off. They fly off going to... So this, en- this entire thing was just build was just build up to a more interesting movie. Yeah, and also the Kessel Run. It just like it's like every single person when they heard Han Solo, the Han Solo movie, everyone said it's going to be about the Kessel Run. I'm not gonna lie, the Kessel Run thing was impressive. There was some really good moments in it and some funny moments. And yeah, I I, I just don't know. I just it was decent, but then there were some bits I'm just like, mm, they could have done it better so basically this is the star wars version of the lone ranger yeah. from 2013 yeah. apparently the reason why uh, ron howard did this project because apparently he's close friends with george lucas and um, again george lucas doesn't have anything involved with the new star wars film at all but i wouldn't be surprised that's one of the reasons why he accepted to do the film well, plus because let's be honest, he kind of needed a new hit because his career has been kind of, kind of down the shitter recently. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I still have not watched the new season of Rest of the yet, so I'm going to hold my judgment until then. <laughs> oh God, that's speaking. Of, that's another train wreck altogether. Yeah, but. It, it did make me laugh because a lot of people complain, saying, "Saying we don't want, we don't want a Star Wars story on. We want an Obi Wan promote an Obi Wan film, and we don't want a Boba Fett film." And I was just like, "Yeah, if those films don't do well, you're not going to get an Obi Wan move an Obi Wan movie because if these films do bad, if these Star Wars stories do bad, they're not going to make them anymore, and you're not going to get an Obi Wan film." I don't think we are going to get it because this movie really badly underperformed. Yes. <laughs> This is the thing I don't get. Why on earth you you put the most money into a Star Wars film that is a spin-off film? The, the budget was $150 million. On a it's, spin-off. Christ. Yeah. And we look at it, what is it? I think, was it? I'm trying to remember what film was made on $150 million. I think it was like Pirates Cat. One of the Pirates films was made on $150 million. And I want to say Spider-Man 3 as well was made on $250 million. That is you know? just like that. That's my problem with Disney right now. Is like they they legit think that they are untouchable and that nothing can hurt them. But really, when you put your eggs in one basket, they're gonna crack. 
And I mean, crack it, they did. Yeah. It's, it's just when you look at some of their other live-action film properties outside of Star Wars, again, Spider-Man Homecoming, that was made on 175 million. Galaxy 2, that was made on 2 million. So I'm just thinking to myself, when I watched the film, I was like, this does not look like a $250 million film. And I'm just going to say, where the hell does his money go? Because, like, because cause looking at some of the scenes in in um, in the trailers, the lighting is kind of terrible in some scenes. Yeah. The big say the Last Jedi was 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 only made on two hundred million. Oh wow! This cost more than Last Jedi. What the fuck? Yes. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. I um. The, yeah, that's 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 way too much money to put in on on a spinoff movie. But, yeah. What was their logic behind that? Oh, it's going to be Han Solo. Everyone loves Han Solo. They're going to see it anyway. What the oh, fuck? It's a, oh, it's a Star Wars film. People are going to pay the bloody see it. Nope. <laughs> I think everyone learned their mistake from Rogue One after because that was a spin-off one. But Rogue One did better. Yeah, I know. And actually, you know, looking back at it, I'm sorry, Rogue One. You actually, actually, I actually enjoy you a lot more now after seeing Solo. I'm not saying so like my, film, like my, my, pro- saying, my problem, yeah. like I said with many times before, I tried watching Rogue One, I couldn't, it was just too goddamn boring, I fell asleep watching it, so, you know. Yeah, so I'm, that, I'm that's kind of how I felt watching The Last Jedi. Oh, man, it's just, I, I mean, like, I, I don't know what the fuck is going on with Disney and Star Wars, like, they, the, my problem is... And I don't, and I don't want to blame this on fucking people in, in like general, cause it's, the blame goes on to everybody. I think, I think we as, we as a society should learn that, well not, not, not we as a society, but like Hollywood in general should learn that this, this type of fucking idea of, let's just take any, any franchise name, and just slap it on anything and people will go see it isn't going to be an automatic win. Like, it's not going to automatically... Like, people aren't going to automatically see a movie on day one just because it's something they recognize. And this shows. It just fucking shows. Especially with Star Wars. I mean, the problem with Star Wars is that what made those movies special in a lot of people's hearts was basically the fact that they only came... What in out in a couple of years time like there was a huge gap between movies and when a new movie came out it was still fresh in people's minds but when you when, when you release like a, yeah. movie, a new movie every single fucking year especially in a short time period people are just gonna not want to see it it's like oh it's another star wars movie i don't care like and Star Wars shouldn't be that. Star Wars should be its own thing. Star Wars movies should feel like an event and not a fucking obligation. Yeah, I mean, it's like when the original prequel trilogy were coming out, was it, it was like every single like three years or four years in between them. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Phantom Menace came out in ninety nine, um, Attack of the Clones came out in two thousand two, and I think the Revenge of Sith came out two thousand five. Yep. Yeah, it could. Was it 2005? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, the fourth, yeah. Right. And, 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 and,
Oh yeah. So of course it did well. But when you release a new Star Wars movie every single goddamn year, it no longer feels special. No. That the the because I was talking about that um, recently. I think we talked about it on this podcast as well. Oh, many you times. lose the bit of the magic, yeah, of what makes Star Wars. And that's the, and that's and that's the big problem that no one wants to talk about is like they're releasing these movies way too goddamn early, <laughs> and just not giving a shit with them. Like, oh, we lost our two directors. Don't worry, let's just get someone else to do cleanup and release it anyway. It'll be fine. People will go see it. It's Star Wars. It doesn't doop. work that way. Doop, doop, doop. It's just, it, it reminds me so much of like Alien, uh, last Alien movie that came out. Like Fox put so much fo- fucking money in that turd and they were sure that people were going to go see it, but no one saw it and it was a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. And that killed an entire franchise. So there you go. And and oh, this well. is and this is like the problem with Hollywood right now is like they are they like I'm not saying all movies are like this, but I'm just saying like the big AAA movies are all this now. They're, everyone wants their own franchise. Everyone's like, oh, you know, we don't want to make anything that's gonna scare pe- scare people away from the theater. So let's just m- play it safe and just find any recognizable brand name we can think of and just slap it on a movie. Baywatch, Chips. Jumanji, you know, just surprise. That... We're gonna say that, that second Jumanji film was actually a lot better than it should, 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 should have been. That's all I'm gonna say about that. The problem, you know, what the problem with that is, they should have just yeah. called it something else. They should have oh, yeah, not they, they called it. They should have not called it Jumanji. It, if if they yeah. had not called it Jumanji, I would have been okay with it. Because you know what, that movie was a lot of fun. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a lot better than it deserved to be. Yeah. <laughs> You just sat there, wait, were you like, wait, what the, why, why is this good? <laughs> this is, they're actually funny lines. Oh, wow, they actually, wait, wait, what? And that's they another, and that's another, each other. yeah, and that's another problem is like, the marketing of these movies is gonna scare people away. It's like, oh man, I don't wanna see this, you know, and then something comes out and it turns out to be good and then it, it just goes under the radar with most people. Yeah, it's like, um, was it the recent trailer for Transformers came out, the Bumblebee movie, and they're trying to play on nostalgia in that film, especially with the characters. Look, did you notice in that trailer, every single character in that film looked like their G1 counterpart almost, where the closest they're going to get with the Michael Bay look. Yep. And John Cena as a military officer. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. Just, 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 it's just like he puts on his angry face. And I'm like, oh no, John Cena, don't, don't do the angry face, please. <laughs> you, you, you look like, oh my, you look. Oh, I, I don't know. It just, it's just something about his angry face that you just look at. You're just like, that's the angry dad face when basically <laughs> when you've done something wrong and your dad basically is like, son, come here, I'm gonna give you a whooping now. And you're just like, you can't take it seriously. You just can't. Yeah, I mean, but that's the problem. It's like they're just taking whatever, 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 whatever's like recognizable to people and just like shoving it out there. And I'm not saying this doesn't work. I mean, there are movies that are better than they have any right to be. Like the what was it? The second TMNT movie was a lot of fun. I really liked the second TMNT movie. It it was like better than it had any right to be, to be quite honest. But yeah. I mean, the fo- they got the voice that basically Shredder was actually Shredder, Bebop and Rocksteady were pretty much Bebop and Rock Rocksteady. They did everything right, but again, 
it's a it was a dumb fucking film at the end of the day, but it did stuff right that it should have done in the first film. But by that point, you pretty much lost your audience because they're like, no, could you kind of fucked us over with the first film. And that's why I'm, that's why I'm so worried about like Bumblebee because I can tell this movie's going to be really good, you know, because it's like they're going into a completely different direction. It's more, you know, has a much more tighter much tighter story and less, you know, fucking robots and with a smaller cast you can focus on, you know, better written characters in general, but people aren't going to see it because they're like, "Oh, another Transformers movie? Fuck that." Tell you, I'm telling you right now, it's gonna be a really good movie, and people are just gonna sleep on it because they're like, "Oh, another Transformers movie? Fuck that!" It's like, and a lot of people are gonna be like, "Do I really need to sit through six other films to watch just one Bim Bumblebee film?" No, yeah, but you kind of saying I have to because it's a spin-off. You don't have to watch. No, but really, I don't really want to watch. No, we're telling you, you don't have to see the last six films. It's a prequel. Yeah, but it's still. When you get people, when you get audience with that mindset, that's it. It's over. Yeah, and and same thing is happening like with the Marvel movies. Like they are really hard to get into now for like newer people because they're like, oh, I have to watch, you know, twelve other movies to get what to get Infinity War. Fuck that. Yeah. And 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 if they don't know anything about Marvel comics or comic books in general, because I was speaking to my mates about, it, they said, do we really need to watch fifteen films? And I was just like, no, you don't have to watch your fifteen film. Yeah, but what about Deadpool? And I'm like, Deadpool's not a part of it. And he's like, yeah, but it's a Marvel film. I'm like, oh. I just had, and then had, and then I had to go in the whole conversation explaining like the contract dealing and like the rights and stuff like that. And I said that sounds way too much, com- sound way too complicated. I'm not going to bother. I'm like, oh god, God's sake, why are you even bother telling me which films, which films to watch and which films not to watch? Yeah, I know, and it's just, it's just, <laughs> it's just one of those things where, you know, it's harder. It's it's getting a lot harder to appeal to the casual viewer, and because the casual viewer wants something new. Like, they, they, they want something that they have not seen before. And sure, you know, you're going to have your diehard fans that are going to come in and, and just come come in for the spectacle. But you kind of want the people to, to stick around for, you know, to come back later and get invested in these characters and buy your merchandise and all that other shit. That, that's, that's what everyone wants. You want to generate a fan. Yeah. Everyone wants a fan. <laughs> out of these franchises for obvious reasons. Yeah, that's because... why that's why like the Marvel movies can get away with having like a few tur- turds in in their lineup because they know their fans are going to come back anyway. So who cares? Yeah. And secondly as well with their films as well. This is why the Marvel formula works so well. It's the fact that is that if you don't like any of the Marvel films but you just like like a handful of their films, you only just have to watch those films. And that's it. Well, I mean, not not all of them because it's... well, no, well, <laughs> well, we, well, when you think about it, like I'm talking about, like if you just want to watch the Iron Man films, for instance, you can just watch the Iron Man films. If you just want to watch the Hulk film, there's just one Hulk film, so sorry about it. <laughs> um, if you just want to watch the four films, you can just watch watch the four films. You know, because they all fall in out. Captain America might get a bit lost with, but. You don't have to be like, okay, I need to watch XYZ before I can watch um, ABC. You you know, it's stuff like that. And it's kind of, I mean, like, let's be honest. I think, like, you can easily just skip out on some of these movies and just say, okay, these are the... the you can make a list of these movies and say which ones are the essential and which ones aren't. 
Basically, oh, basically, the Avengers and Civil War are essential, and the rest are kind of not really. <laughs> yeah. Or my favorite one is basically when people say to me, "Do I need to watch the Netflix shows too?" And I'm oh, just like, oh, <laughs> "Doesn't work my head on the table." I'm like, no. Yeah, but are they essential? No. But they talk about the films. Yeah, but the films don't talk about the Netflix. Thing. Yeah, but why don't why don't they do that? I went because they're produced by two different studios. What do you mean they're produced? Oh. <laughs> What about that Cloak and Dagger show? Should I watch that? <laughs> Just get out. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, it is very, very frustrating. Yeah, but uh, what's I, I this mean, Agent I, I, of Shield show? Oh God! <laughs> it's like, what's this Agent of Shield show? Why Phil Coulson still alive? I saw Avengers. He's died in it. So I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, watch the show, yeah, yeah, but it's already like five seasons in. I don't really want to watch five seasons. You find out in the first season. Yeah, but still, that's like a whole season. <laughs> is Ghost Rider going to join... Thing. Is Ghost Rider going to join the Avengers? No. <laughs> These are literal conversations. I am not joking. These are literal conversations I've had with my friends who are non-Marvel, non-comic book people. And to us, it may sound funny, but they're legit questions. And it, you ever seen that meme online basically say, yes, I am God, when people, when it says, ask you a question about Marvel films. <laughs> I felt like that that day, and I'm like, wow, I don't know whether or not I should be proud of this or sad of it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's kind of one of those things where you kind of, you, you kind of live with your life knowing that you know, you actually know who D- D- Dormammu and, and Baron Mordo are, and the casual person doesn't. And I don't, you don't know if you, if that is something you should be proud of or sad. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like, for instance, I could probably name more Colin Bogarses than I can, can name Re- Re- Renaissance artists. Well, I mean, you know, you know the classic Renaissance artists because of yeah, because of TMNT, which are done by, yeah. I guarantee you, if, if I didn't grow up on TNT, I wouldn't know either one of a Renaissance artist. Maybe Leonardo. That's probably about it. <laughs> And Da Vinci. Da Vinci? Yeah, okay, now, now, now I'm getting confused. <laughs> Spoiler, Leonardo and Da Vinci are actually two separate people. Yeah. <laughs> what I've got myself into. Um, but, and speaking of, uh, Leo, let's just move on to other Disney shit, because like I said, this is a Disney-heavy episode. Wreck-It yeah. Ralph 2. Oh, boy. Break, breaks the internet. They even dressed the... the they even dressed the title in the film, which I like about it. Say, Should it be Ralph Wrecks the Internet? Because he is Wreck-It Ralph. They went, it's a better title. Yeah, but Break the Internet is more of a thing. And I'm like, wow, I never thought a trailer would actually address that. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, it, it, looks, the... it looks more of the same, yeah. to be quite it honest. Does. I showed my fiancé it, and she basically said, wow. I went, well, anyway, Disney actually taking the piss out of themselves for once. I went, yeah, yeah, it's nothing new. Went, yeah, but blatantly being like, oh, look, they're the, cent- the epicenter of everything, basically. They did, they did a Google search. Oh, look, it's Disney. And then basically you have all the princesses basically being self-aware about all their problems and things like that and all the stereotypes of a Disney princess. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I know? do love the fact that Cinderella just takes her glass shoe off and tries to use it as a weapon. <laughs> She's yeah, ready to... Shine. Yeah. She's just ready to fucking shank a bitch. Yeah, she's like, I've seen some shit. <laughs> I grew up with, with 
too bad bad older steps says don't fuck with me <laughs> I, I don't i'm not sure how i feel about the redesigns though they're kind of creepy looking they do look kind of creepy because a lot of them they had to translate from 2d animation and they have to tweak them up and change it I, oh my I, god some of the complaints i've seen online about them it's been hilarious i'm not a big fan of them changing rapunzel's facial features to make it look more like record ralph i'm just kind of like, mm-hmm. i'm just guessing you just did that to fit it into like the, yeah i know but still <laughs> What was it? What was it? The, the biggest one I saw basically was it? They, they, when they saw Pocahontas, basically said her skin's not dark enough. She just looked like a Caucasian with really good tan. And I'm like, oh, she's kind of Native American, dude. So she would look like that. All right. <laughs> like, oh yeah, it's just stuff like that. I just was just I was like, yep, I'm not not even gonna touch that one. Nope. Um. Yeah. I think Jasmine looks really weird as well, which is kind of yeah. a shame because Jasmine's kind of one of my favorites. <laughs> I, I, I do love the fact that do take the piss out the Disney throw Say, so, have you been cursed? No. Have you ever been poisoned? No. Are you, are you guys okay? Should I call the police? <laughs> Get, kidnapped or tortured? <laughs> yeah. Magical hands? No. Mm-hmm. And then and then suddenly say, it does everyone keep asking you to say why does a big big strong man come along and does savor your problem i know right he's like she is a princess <laughs> and it's like the disney world you see like the muppets you see star wars you see marvel and i'm just like wow okay i knew it's it's it was just one of the is it just me or just does feel like what the mog movie should have been almost yeah you know, you know what i liked in the center of it they had the big uh, sorcerer's hat which if you know anything about the disney theme parks actually did have a giant sorcerer's hat in one of the parks but it was they kick got... and got rid of it because it got in the way <laughs> yeah it did yeah sad that's the sad truth they got rid of the giant sorcerer's hat and uh, yeah it was it's cool and i just love the security at the star wars in that hub were literally the stormtroopers <laughs> oh that kind of makes sense <laughs> yeah i thought like yeah that's that's cool i like that because uh, cause the moment because the moment I saw the um the the hat and I and I thought of like Disney theme parks because I've been watching a lot of decent uh, uh, I've been watching a lot of uh, Disney related theme park videos over the, over the past couple of, of days now. I the, the thing that immediately popped up in my head was oh so they're in Disneyland <laughs> when's when's uh, Michael Eisner gonna show up? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! They they need to make that joke. <laughs> Just have I, an animated version. <laughs> Just do an animated version of him walking around somewhere. <laughs> oh man! By the way, if you guys have not checked out Defunct Land, please do. It is a great series that focuses yeah. on defunct uh, theme park attractions. Yeah, good for you. Good shout out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just. Yeah, it was pretty much the same. We didn't get much new apart from the big reveal that basically they're gonna be a lot of Disney in references and um, and they address the title of the movie. That's about it, to be honest. And I like that. But they didn't have to show anything. I think they just... I think going forward, just don't show anything new else, you know? I think that's enough. Two trailers, you're done. Just don't show anything more. I mean, I kind of, I, I kind of see them like doing what they did with the first one, just like have like scenes with like cameos from other Disney-related properties. I'm pretty sure we're gonna get a Muppet scene in there somewhere. We're probably gonna get an Iron Man scene or a, some Marvel scene eventually. I, I can guarantee that that's gonna happen. So, you know, it's gonna be 
It's gonna be like that. I mean, they'd be stupid not to, to be quite honest. Yeah. <sighs> like I said, we just wait, wait until the film comes out. Um, I'm interested to see to see it. I really like the first one. I'm curious to see what they're gonna do with this one. Um, I mean, I'm really, really surprised that this film got made before a Frozen Two, but we wait and see. But I thought Frozen 2 was going to be the next big franchise. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Because everyone, everyone loved that Olaf short. Everyone loved it. <laughs> yeah, I, know they, I, know, I don't know if they didn't in America, but here in the UK, they actually sold that special on DVD for £2. <laughs> Come on, guys. You, you will love this character. You will get invested in this fucking piece of shit. <laughs> love it. Love it. <laughs> God I, damn it, why don't you love it? But it was kind of great to see like some of the more modern characters in, in it as well, like Moana. I'm kind of glad yeah. she's getting more love again. We saw the Frozen character. We saw Rapunzel as well. Yeah. And, pretty, pretty and, much. and, and uh, from Brave was in that as yeah. well. Which is kind of weird because that's she's technically a Pixar character, but whatever. <laughs> well, she's part of the Disney princess lineup marketing or whatever. The, people got very, very confused about that. Yeah, it's kind of weird because it's like the first time a, a, a Pixar character is not going to be animated by Pixar. That is kind of surreal when you think about it. <laughs> I swear to God, if we, we, we see one, if I see one car, well, there is a Pixar section in the whole um, where they go to the Disney park thing. So yeah, I, I just love the headline when when uh, when they announced that Disney erects giant Woody. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Disney erects giant <laughs> God. Really did not think that article title through, did you, buddy? No. <laughs> Let's just go with it. You sure? Yeah. No one's going to notice it. Oh, wait. Wonder how many other Disney references they're gonna get away with. I'm, I kind of wanted to see them like address like some more obscure Disney properties, like some of the TV shows or something like that. That'd be kind of funny. I, I, I know they will never make this joke, but all I want to see literally is say, "Oh, was that part of the internet?" And literally, just like a dark corner, you see like things flying out of it of like certain certain things. Yeah, you would have to go to that bit. We call that the dark web. Yeah, <laughs> I would love to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder right next to the dark web. That's, that's for full chat. Should we go? No. <laughs> that's all I want to say. That's all I want to say. It's just something like that. Just don't. Yeah. <laughs> we don't go to that part of the internet. Why not? We just don't. <laughs> just a, a lot of fun. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Anything else you want to talk about or should we just end it there? I think we should just end it there. I don't think we've got anything else to talk about. Okay, then. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all later. Bye-bye. Bye.